I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Rabbit, rabbit, everyone. Dolls. June. It's Wait, I want to. I, I have to play this. For a second. It's busted out all over, all over the meadow and the hill. But the butts out of bushes and the rumbling river riches all the little wheels that will be side of bill. June is busted out all over, all over the mother thing to tell. Love that. Happy Pride. It's Pride Month. You know what that means. Be nice to the every gay in your life. Be they nice only to get the gays. Just give it a month. Yeah. You don't you don't have to after that, but just be nice to us. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see which corporations prove their allyship over the course of the month. I'm hoping for like maybe Doritos will get into the mix this year. I think they're all afraid. But like we're looking Dylan, at you. The Dylan Mulvaney of it all. I think everyone's afraid to show support right now. I don't know. I think that... I mean, Target's removing their pride merch. Well, it was children's merch. And it was ugly. Let's be honest. They did those kids a favor because that merch was heinous. (laughs) 
you just don't want your kid to get made fun of for wearing the ugliest t-shirt known to man. It has nothing to do with, like, gayness or trans. It really is just hid. Hidmo. Hidmo. They kept their, like, proud, sexy lesbian shirts, I think. So, Live, Laugh, Les. Wasn't that a shirt that Target had? Oh, I don't know. I think they had like a they have like a line of pride stuff for adults. I think they kept them. I think people just get a little freaked out about the children, so they took those off, which honestly fair. Oh, he's he's a ooh, Carrie's ooh. in his pride mode. He goes, no, Don't even I, go there, sis. I, I'm <laughs> sis. No, sis, I'm just like it's Keep just... those kids' name out of your mouth. Those kids? Keep those kids. I just, I'm just kind of like, off. what's the point? Like, why? It's just like, it's all so stupid. Pride well, stuff it's is all like just a money pride marketing is, grab, of course. But I'm just like, it's virtue signaling to be an ally for a month and then not care for the rest of the year. It's virtue signaling to take the stuff away to protect family values. It's all just bullshit. Well, yeah, giving anyone a month is bullshit. <laughs> I am Everything ha- is bullshit. Happy Pride to the streamers with an amplifying LGBTQIA voices section for a month. I'm obsessed with any streamers amplification sections because they are really missing the point entirely. Yeah. But like, go off. Go you off. You gotta do you. You yeah. gotta get people to subscribe. I get it. Thank you, Max. But here at SUP, we're, we're 24-7. She's been fucking gay since day one. We are, this is a, this is like a supremely faggoty pro- podcast, and I feel like yeah. we don't get enough credit for that. I would argue that probably everything I've ever done has been supremely faggoty from the jump, so. Yeah. You, you're welcome, gays, and lesbians, and trans people, and everyone NBs. in the flag, and unbees. have thoughts about you, but I'll take it. Bye. live. I'll let you live this month. Bisexuals. <laughs> bitch it's a great you know it's a great time (laughs) (laughs) we're moving on i need to talk about uh well no the actual one thing that i read all right say it no i'm the truest gift we've gotten for pride is that fucking samantha jones is coming back I know. You called it, honestly. I did call you it. You said. You I did. never lost hope. I, I truly just felt it in my fucking gut that, like, they were not going to let her just not be. I, I just knew. I, I held out the hope against all odds. Everyone going, no, 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 no. Silence. Be quiet. Telling me to go stand in the corner and think about what I've done. But I was in the face of all adversity. I maintained my truth that samantha jones would be coming back if not for just like a second i i rolled honestly i was like somewhat this this gay really needs to control himself he needs to really understand come back down to reality he is wrong and i am right and uh for that i say i formally apologize i was wrong she's coming back i mean for literally (laughs) it's like a while it's it's very like it's serving a lot of cunt She's coming back, but also, is Not. she really? Is she really coming back? So the specifics of this cameo, uh, apparently she's it's in the finale episode of the season two. So we have to wait a whole fucking cycle to get to her, which I'm willing to do. She filmed it in New York City, and Patricia Field came back to dress her 
for this one scene mm-hmm. and not any of the other, which I'm like, that is incre- that is fucking, that's a slay. Power that's a coup. Move. She required no physical interaction with any of the women. <laughs> like, Same. not just SJP, like Cynthia, Kristen, like no one else. None of them and not Michael Patrick King. And, she yes. said, none of you will be here. So apparently the scene is that Carrie and Sam have a phone call. And so they were acting, showing they're they're putting their actors actor hats on and doing a phone call scene where no one is on the other line and they're not near each other and they're going to splice it together to look like they're talking to each other. And I'm thinking it's some kind of like reconciliation or or like a we're never going to be friends again, but just know that I have love for you. Yeah, I think it's going to be the second option because it can't lay groundwork for them being friends in the next season given the fact that she refuses to be in the same room as anyone involved with the show except for pat fields so i'll take it i'll take it i'll take it i'm grateful this does feel like pride she put she posted on her instagram happy pride so she was giving (laughs) she's giving (laughs) happy pride i went to work for half a day for you guys half a day Talk about uh, maybe an hour. Yeah. Happy Pride. <laughs> I cashed a fat fucking check to work for 20 minutes. I got a mill to to do a fucking phone call scene with some f- woman I despise mm-hmm. without actually having put, to see her. I put everything aside so that I could go to work for 20 minutes, get paid a million dollars, and act with a wall. I mean, it's You're literally welcome. an actor. It's, it's the dream. This is why... We yearn to act is so that once you're of a certain age, people will be like, I will get on my hands and knees, suck you off and pay you a million dollars to come into work for two minutes, say one line and then go. And then everyone will be like, yes, queen. And everyone that paid you will be furious that it's come to this. But you bank out and the fans are happy. And that's why these ladies do what they do. Can we just if she's can do this. Can there just be like a Samantha in London side plot where like once in a while she can get on a Skype or like a Zoom or a phone call with one of these bitches back in New York City and just like pretend to talk to them? And otherwise we could just get to see Sam being like like a gold like Golden Girl style, like Sam and her this 60s. This is actually just... genius. You're hired. If I was Michael Patrick King, I would call well, you up literally this afternoon and I would say, Carrie O'Donnell, you're hired. Please Season hire me. Three of in just like that. We're getting this writer's room together. Also, what the fuck is going to happen? These writers and AMTP or whatever it's called, they need to wrap it up because there's a season three of in just like that to write. So TikTok. Pay, pay the writers and then we can get we can get on with it with season three. Studios. I know because you just thought of the best idea of all time and honestly now is the right time i would even take it one step further and say this 10 second phone call deserves its own spin-off vanderpump rules style where you where follow the, the camera <laughs> and it's it's she walks into the other room and it's just samantha and swing in london and it's just sex and that it becomes sex in the city and then and just like that can stay in just like that but samantha never entered in just like that universe so she's now sex in the city and it's her and her fabulous friends sucking and fucking their way through swinging london sam who's with me I'm with you. Sam can just gallivant about 
cheeky London where everyone's cheeky and has a giggle and like is like a little a little edgelord and she can do her thing and be, you know, British humor. And it's good for Kim because she's she was born in Liverpool. Her whole family lives in Liverpool. <laughs> she divides her time between London and Canada and New York. So she can just be a British tap into her British street. And just do mm-hmm. her fucking thing. And like, imagine Sam just getting fucking railed by some hot Brit. Like, and I want to see that. she have to put up with these women and no. their bullshit anymore. Because they're all bullshit at this point. Like, let's be real. All their problems are annoying and lame. And they can have it over there on the other I'm, side of the pond. And then just, Sam can take things internationally. She could start in London. And who knows where she could go. She could be traveling all over the world. Yeah, once you're over there, it's like a gateway to the rest of the world. Once you've crossed she the pond. She could have be do her spinoff could just be called Sex in the World. Sex of yeah. Sex in the cities. Sex in the channels. Chun- <laughs> sex in the channels. <laughs> sex in the channels. Literally, Sam can hop in the channel and go to Paris for like a, a lunch and then come back. Like I just I just want to see her. If She's she can do the glamour this, that we've been missing. If she can do this, she can do a, yeah. a spinoff. And come I think on. that at this point. She could even change her name and identity. Like if it's a, if she can't play like Samantha Jones, if there's something like legal about that, I really think that we should all start thinking about what is it like. She changes her name and identity, and then she's just like Pam, Pamela, Moons, and then (laughs) spitballing here. There are no wrong answers. And then Pamela Moons is just in. She's sex in the city, but she is Samantha Jones, and everyone would be along for the ride. That's all anyone wants is Samantha Jones' glamorous life. Getting, sucking, fucking, wearing couture. Pat Fields could style her. Let's get Darren Star on the horn. I'll bet that he would do this just as a fuck you. Well, he's in Emily in Paris, so like, why not know, Sam so in it's London? Like, done. It's Pamela Moons. <laughs> Pamela in, in Cambridge Gardens <laughs> in Kensington, London. Like, I just want to see it. I just want to see her on the tube. No, she wouldn't take the tube. I just want to see it. What if Pamela Moans was one of her friends, her international friends on Sex and the Cities, was Lisa Vanderpump. I think that they would be friends. I I just, like, if she can get this fucking... She can... She did that. She edged us all. She fucking played hard to get. She did it until she no one could take it anymore. And then she was like, fine, give me a million dollars and I'll do a fucking 20-minute filming session. And Here's like the thing, mm-hmm. we let her have her time away. We let her do a series of truly piss shows. And then now we're getting her back where she truly belongs. And I'm sorry that sometimes it just has to be that way. Sorry these other things didn't work out. I could have told you that they were going to be bad. But it is what I it agree. is. You tried and now you're back. So let's do sex in the world. Shit. Just cut the shit. Cut it's the time for shit. everyone to I'm cut sorry. the fucking shit. It's enough. I love enough. Kim, but like, you know, and like, honestly, good on K- SJP. Like, also, like, underrate. Like, she is the dark horse ally in this moment because she sucked it up, probably swallowed her pride, no pun intended, and just was like, "Fine, I'll fucking talk to a wall." You know, good for her. She knows, but she you know knows what? Like any pro- good producer, she knows what needs to be done. And I have to give it up to Kim because she knows what needs to be done, too. So this is a step in the right direction. And let's just hope that it like, let's hope that things happen from here. That trail, the new trailer is wild. 
I haven't watched it. I kind of am signed off of, on trailers because Vanderpump Rules and their trailers have burned me. And I've said enough. I'll and, uh, only watch fun. teasers. I only want to be teased. And it if looks, you're trailing me, I'm not interested. It at least looks a little more like fun and like fun and frothy, you know, like a margarita. I I think it feels like that. So I'm a little I'm happy. There's a line where Miranda goes to, to Che. I feel like I don't even know who you are anymore. Che Diaz villain edit season two. I'm ready. Che Diaz is the villain. Che Treble Chable in Paradise. That was bad. What's the, uh, like, <laughs> like Che Bull Trying. Like a table? Like Trouble in Paradise. Treble Treble in mm. Paradise. <laughs> okay. Michael Patrick King calls back and he goes, We're rethinking <laughs> your role. <laughs> Listen, I s yeah. I earned my I earned my seat at the writer's table. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy to use app. So you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands right. how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. 
Best of all, the Canopy Filtered Showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy Filtered Showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to just segue into another harrowing news item that I came across that I was going to talk on uh, about on our Patreon bonus episode, but we kind of ran out of time, which is that Taylor Swift's fans um, are wearing adult diapers to her concerts because they don't want to miss out on a single moment of Era's tour. It's giving astronaut woman. Taylor has simply turned the girls into the astronaut woman. That isn't, I'm not surprised. I'm so, I'm like really darked out. Sorry, I'm darked out by the Swifties. They're all giving girl from Plainville. (laughs) They're all giving Michelle Carter. They are, they're Michelle Carter. Their social media presence is fucking Michelle Carter. The way they dissect and and like ruminate and have conspiracy and are just like, it's girl from Plainville. 
Oh my God, you're so right. And also the way that they like tell everyone to kill themselves if they talk bad about their queen, they're full Michelle Carter vibes. And they're all really mad that she's with that Maddie Healy, who I don't give a fuck about, but I'm also yeah, who like, the fuck cares? Get but a who life. fucking care? He was on Come Town podcast. Let her get and, like, dick down. Let her yeah, get some a... dick for once. Let her get some dirty, yummy dick. She deserves it. And you know, she likes it. She likes it. And it's good for everyone. Let her get it. To me, it's giving a little like Pete Doherty. It's great. She needed to edge it up. I was bored with Joe. I said snooze. I had the snooze button on these two. Maybe she'll start dressing better. But people are like, so they're, I'm just so disappointed in her. Get then. Sh- Shut then up. Then you're not actually a fan. Log off. Then you're not a yeah. fan. I don't give a fuck about him. I think he's annoying. I don't like anyone named Maddie who's 34 years old should go to jail. I listened to him on the Bretty Sinellis podcast and I was like, all right, I get it. I like him. Why not? She okay. needs a little bit of edge in her life. But yeah, I'm also like, do not, don't tell, whatever. Okay, continue. So adult diapers are trending for that reason. And then I also was reading that she's like single-handedly like stopping the recession with this era's tour. Like no. she's boosted the tourism in Las Vegas. So there was some statistic that was like, she, t- she's boosted the tourism and the Las Vegas economy to pre-pandemic levels by just going there on Era's tour. Taylor Swift, honestly, for president at this point, like if she's going to do this, then you can't really fault her. This Taylor, is crazy, though, that like one person can just change everything. Taylor like, is the national mint. She is. They should print her on like a coin. She's giving Paymon. She is. She's like a true, she's like literally like capitalism in the form of like a six foot tall lady. I mean, I want to go to Eras Tour. I would go. If anyone has, a, anyone yeah, has anyone an Eras Tour up? plug, let, let us know. Us we'll up. go with you. If you g- help us get tickets, we'll go with you if we're sitting next to you. <laughs> but if we're not, we're not going to, don't give us the tickets still, but like we can't guarantee anything. Would love that. I, I mean, yeah. I, I want to go. I mean, it feels, I feel left out kind of because it's just like, I, I just, that process of Ticketmaster, like the, like I just couldn't even fathom that whole like wait list. Anyway. No, I can't do like a waiting room online. But I, I, you know, honestly salute to the fans that are just shitting themselves. You know, you love something when you will shit yourself while mm-hmm. watching it. And yeah. We- confident and cool and then not only shit yourself but like dance and sing with a dirty diaper on it's bringing out the real like last night in philly there's a philly i i there was a video of nicole kidman keith urban and jennifer lawrence sitting together that's cool that's a power trio yeah you know i'll bet they're not shitting themselves though a pee diaper i've often thought about like what it would feel like to just pee in a diaper i'm curious Maybe if we get tickets to Eras Tour, I'll try it out. We'll 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 wear huggies. Mm-hmm. We'll go Lisa Rinna. Depends, and I'll I'll piss myself. I don't know if I could actually piss myself in good conscience know. standing, <laughs> like standing around people being like like <laughs> low key peeing myself. You'd be surprised. I mean, give me like forty ounces of water in the morning, and my. Grande quad shaken espresso, you'll and be, it's a be, shocker that I t- don't pee be myself. Tinkletown <laughs> is a done deal by noon. Forget, a, forget 
got a jacket. It's tickle town. But yeah, speaking of I adult diapers, I just had diapers, to get that. I just had to get that out. I love it. I had to let everyone know. I think the people in this. Yeah, I'm Carrie. Well, what, no, what were you going to say? I think these the cast members on this reunion are probably wearing adult diapers. I think James needs to be wearing an adult diaper because he keeps going pee-pee. I think James he's is going to the bathroom. Carrie, and... He's giving Carrie O'Donnell with how often he has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but I also think something's going on. Do you think he's having a little nose candy? Maybe. Possibly. He could just um, be excited. He could be hyped. He's just so hyped. Okay. I'm Curry. I'm Larry. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to... to... Sexy, Sexy, unique, unique podcast. Bombrads! Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Before we really get into it, I have to plug a few things. Yes. Number one, we have a show in LA on June 14th at Dynasty Typewriter. It's going to be an event that you won't want to miss. Tickets are almost sold out, so get your tickets now. You're going to have FOMO if you don't. Come on. You can go to sexyuniquepodcast.com, scroll down, and there are links to all the tickets. Plus, we're not even taking a breather from that show because the next day we're flying directly to Chicago for a show on June Pre-dawn. 15th and 16th. We're getting up at 4 a.m. to get to the airport at 6.10 so that we can go perform that night. June 15th, Sleeping Village. June 16th, Sleeping Village. June 16th, sold, sold out. out. Sold out almost instantaneously. June 15th is like three quarters of the way there. You guys should get your tickets now for that too because just go to both. We had a, we both. had a, we had a sold out run of two shows in Chicago in 2021 and it was literally so fucking fun. There were repeat attendees. It was just like, it filled my heart and I want that again. Those and I, the, I, yeah. Yeah. Those it. were the best shows of that tour. In my yeah, opinion, we, the energy the crowd, that Chicago the energy, brought to the table. And it's summertime. It's June. It's just like it's, it's the best time to be in Chicago. The venue's incredible. Everyone in Chicago, we just love you so much. So just come on out. Make it a double sold out. Make it a double. Make it a double. Go go on. Make it a double. Go on. Also, I don't know. We never like plug this, but it's like... A really good thing and lots of content is going to be dropping lots of videos of the podcast there's a sexy unique podcast youtube channel that mm. i've been sleeping on and i think many of you have been too but Talk about sleeping village we have <laughs> all these videos like literally all of our berkshire's uh ultimate girls trip episodes are on there every one of our jersey shore recaps is on there all of the Vanderpump Rules recaps, like starting today and every weekday through next week, a new Vanderpump Rules recap is dropping on YouTube. And those are true, like uncut, raw episodes. Catch up. Look at us. Uncut Dom. Do our thing on YouTube. It's Sexy Unique Podcast on YouTube. It's great. Subscribe. You get all this video of the pod. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get bonus videos every week, and mm. those are always happening. Mm. But there's a lot of video content for you guys, and I want you, I want you to be on our YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and subscribe for more. So June 14th, LA Dynasty Typewriter. June 15th, June 16th, Sleeping Village, Chicago, Illinois. Come on out! It's gonna be great. It's gonna be yeah. 
an extravaganza that week. We're fucking pounding the pavement. We're on the fucking road. So we're getting off our us. asses and fucking working this summer for you. And we anyway. want to do it. So it's great. It's the best of all worlds. <sighs> Reunion part two. First and foremost, we need to talk about rock because we were blowing up the group text last night with friend of the pod Sierra and the big question on everyone's lips was what is happening with with her her. what's wrong what's the deal what's she going through like what's happening and I kind of think I kind of am thinking maybe she was brainwashed by Sandoval a little bit yeah I, I feel like a weird um it's like a little like the bad vegan thing mm-hmm. feels a little like it's that. very like, bad vegan one person cult she seems positively vacant i was a little i was actually like legit disturbed by the lack of a reaction to what she was watching on the monitor I, she seems confused like it seems to be confusing for her and the only explanation i can really provide is like she really didn't understand that this is how people were going to feel because maybe she was talking to Sandoval so much and Sandoval only and he was like telling her one thing and yeah. she was just like, oh, what he says, his word goes above everything else. And so I'm just going to like believe this person. I had that it's giving thought Manson and- girl energy. Yeah, I had that thought when in the Sandoval episode when he goes to see her, like just totally wrapped up in him no one else in her life like she he has just made himself her her like god king and Mm -hmm. i think he is i i really think he's a terrible person yeah he's just so committed to lying still and does not understand that the jig is truly up like there is no saving face at this point and everything you do further condemns yourself. Yeah. And so you should just, you need to just like give it up. Totally. I also think he's just compl- like, he's narcissistic to a degree that's just like, he can't, he can, he can't fit, like, he physically recoils when someone is not talking about him. Like, I was watching his body language. Anytime anyone else was talking about like their own, he was huddled in the court like when lalo was talking about randall or like jane like he just cannot he he can only think about himself really yeah i mean he also is dumb and i think raquel's iq is also questionable at best so i kind of think that they belong together like two dum-dums together it's great for them. It's good for them. It's not so great for their offspring. God bless if they procreate. It's not so great for the world, but for this show and for the viewers, like I want to see them stand the test of time and I want to watch and I need them to be together next season. Like I crave them together. I do think I'm conflicted because I, on one hand, I have some I have some empathy for Raquel. I think she was like worked over by this man, and I think she was. I think when you're 
I can imagine like if you're committing the, this this act over and over again and you're lying <laughs> and deceit, you're probably traumatized in a way by what you're doing. Like I think it's like she's like injuring her soul, I think, when she's doing this. And I at least I think. I think if like the amount of like secrets the the weight the mounting weight that you're carrying on your shoulders is probably like crazy making and like dissociative. It that or or it's you split. You have like a total split where it's like when you're in this situation, you're Raquel, the best friend to Ariana and Sheena, the girl that would never do something like this, who's just like everyone's little sister. And then when you're with Sandoval, it's like I have met the love of my life and like we belong together and what we're doing is right because it feels right and we have so many feelings like I think there is like a split because it doesn't she doesn't seem like a traumatized person that feels a lot of remorse or guilt she truly seems like a person that's just having a lot of realizations as she would say like I think probably for you or for me, maybe, or for other people, like everyone deals with it in their own way. Like, and you've said you would feel really like you would be racked with anxiety. You'd be like stressed the fuck out. You'd be scared and like on edge if you were Raquel in the situation. But I feel like I don't get that sense from her that like that's what she's going through. Yeah. I, she I guess seems I'm putting... deeply confused and she seems like. I think there was a split and I mean she's an adult person that made her own decisions. I think she lived willingly willed herself into a place of total denial of reality in order to keep I, up this like ruse. Yeah, two things. I mean that was one of the things I wanted when she has her one-on-one with Andy, she says like I think I was living in my own world, which I was like that's like say. surprisingly lucid cuz mm-hmm. you fucking sure were. But also at the same time she is there's she's very creepy because she really does seem to enjoy getting in the middle of a relationship of other of another relationship like even if it's just sharing a bed like that's in i think that's inappropriate and i think she's like she enjoys like being like sucking the like and like i think she just enjoys being in orbit of another relationship like even Sheena and Brock, like, letting her sleep in their bed with them. Like, I think that's bizarre. I don't care how good of friends you are. Like, that's fucking weird. It's very, like, and seeking it's a- mommy and daddy's love, which might be somehow connected to, like, adoption trauma. This yeah, is maybe, just full it- armchair psychology. But, like, needing to get... Because she's not doing that. doesn't seem like she's doing that with the gays. No, and she needs... Like, she... It's like, even when in the pre Sandoval Scandoval like episode at the something about her something about her night and Lisa's birthday when she goes outside as Katie and Schwartz are talking and she need she needs to be part of something like she is addicted to inserting herself into a relationship like I really I feel that like I really I'm it's sick and like it's very that is when I'm like I can I can recognize that there is something deeply wrong with her like and like maybe something she can't control that happened to her and for that i feel some empathy but at the same time like you said she's an adult fucking woman she's gonna be she's almost 30 and you're not a little kid you were in control you knew what you were doing and i think it's really fucking weird when someone is like 
needs to be like a third. All you know what I mean? Like that's that's mm-hmm. a little weird. Once in a while, it's like kind of fun to play like third, like to be like pound around with a couple, like whatever. But like it's a there's a pattern here, and even if it's something as like kind of benign as like, can I sleep with you guys? Like I think that's bizarre, and I think she's fucked for that. I think she knew what she was doing was wrong. I don't think that she had no idea that it wasn't wrong, but I think she found ways to justify it and like live in a fantasy world or create a fantasy world where like Ariana would be like, it's cool. Like, great. That's awesome. That's amazing that you did this. Thank you. (laughs) No, I think she like truly was like, Ariana's gonna be like, girl, it's good. It's all good. Like, she's like, we're friends. Like, she'll get it. I'm glad my I know it's it's cool that Tom like cream cream pie you in my yeah. home. So let's go back to the beginning and then we'll like get into it. Um LVP has been fully silenced at this point. She goes, "La la, sometimes you're pretty aggressive." And Lala goes, "You've got to stop. You've got to stop." <laughs> it's like true grandma shut up. I know. Grandma grandma was silence they put tape over grandma's mouth but i will say she got it together and she i was glad to see her sort of pressing the the toms a little yeah she needed to be set straight james she needed, gets up she needed to shake a little of her internalized internalized misogyny <laughs> james gets up again and leaves and then Lala calls, she goes, you moron to Tom. And he goes, you're the fucking moron. Pulled your IUD out the day you found out Stassi was pregnant. I was like, that has nothing to do with this. You sinister fucking mustache worm. You know what I, you know what I think too? Like when I, I had a realization, I was like, he's hated all these people for so, like he really, he hates these people and he has for a while. True. I He's mean, pretended not, no. to be... he hates Katie. He, I don't think he likes Lala at all, but I don't think Lala and him have ever really gotten along, if memory serves. But I, I think he's just like, even like, I just feel like he truly, when he says to, sh- okay, I don't want to get into it late, like too far into it, but I just feel like he, I felt like I had this moment where I was like, oh, this is someone that's hated his friends for years, but now it's all finally coming out. He had, yeah, he has a level of disdain for them that's comical because he's so stupid like and i think he genuinely regards himself as a more respectable human than the rest of them and i'm like had you not had ariana to hide behind for the past nine years you would have been the biggest joke on the show and now in retrospect for anyone that's just now watching knowing where everything turns out you are the biggest joke on this show. You're a clown. You're a, a clown. I'm a clown. Anyway. James comes back and Andy goes, just stay in your fucking seat. Like, please, I'm begging you. And James goes, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, James needs to, like, take one of those. What's that? Your, what's that reducing overactive bladder medication? They gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now. <laughs> That's James. <laughs> he needs a diapie. He does. Lala talks about her and Rand's relationship. I watched uh, Randall Scandal last oh, you night. Did. Mm-hmm. It doesn't co- really tell you much that you don't already know, except he's just a real piece of shit and like abused 
many of his uh, assistants. And then one assistant of his sued him and they settled. So at least like that guy got some justice. But that guy is like traumatized from working for Randall. I mean, Lala, so she kind of, she mentions, she goes, and just a reminder, his spokesperson is the same one that Harvey Weinstein used. I was like, damn. But she kind of. mean that person. And the other, the devil. Rand was a fan of the show before meeting Lala. Mm -hmm. And he went in to go eat a meal at Sir, which is the number one red flag. (laughs) If someone willingly goes to Sir and is not just going to like, walk a lap and then immediately leave or like actively make fun of them if you're going there in earnest to like have a meal and then meet someone to form like a romantic relationship with you belong in the insane asylum she goes yeah i was hostessing and he came up and he said do you have a manager i can speak to about you acting and then lisa went he was looking for pizza And everyone, and I was like, all right, Nana's back. Nana's sundowning again. <laughs> They're like, someone make Nana a hot cup of milk and put her to bed. And he basically, <laughs> and she kind of. Lisa comes out in like a full, she comes out like naked, wandering around. <laughs> like hereditary style. <laughs> like, you know, when like old people just like, they don't, they no longer know and their tit, their tits are out. Yeah. <laughs> It's giving Steve's mom oh eating God. pizza out of a dumpster. There was a, there was an episode of Dave this season where they like are the whole like everyone is on tour with Lil Dicky. Any of my Dave heads out there, it's truly the best show on TV. But they like get stuck overnight in middle America in like a small town. They're like staying at this girl's family's house and like Nana walks in the living room while all of them are like eating and she just like pulls up her she's naked and she just sits on an armchair like stares off into space and a dog comes up and starts like licking her vagina and they're like what the actual fuck and that is Lisa at the reunion it is she's like I'm gonna go to the bathroom right quick and then comes back out and sits down nude just like, where were we? <laughs> now, where were we in this? Where are we right where now? Are we, this Miss is, kid? This isn't Sir. This is Sir. She was all the cosmopolitan. This isn't Villa Blanca. <laughs> They're like, Lisa, Villa Blanca closed. That's like no, the hardest thing she she's ever had to <laughs> They go, every time Lisa cu- goes Nana mode, we have to tell her, break the news to her that Villa Blanca closed. <laughs> and she gets really sad. <laughs> Lala kind of is like, she's a little reinventing the wheel with her story of how she and Randall, like, she's, everyone's kind of correcting her version of the story. But I get what she's saying. She's like, we didn't, when we first went out on a date, we, I let him hit it. So like, she just like went through casting process. Why, what movie did she get cast in? I think that movie where she was like in a trial next to Robert, one of them. No, I think that that's after she proved her like chops she might have been like a cop in a movie or something anyway <laughs> the vanderbump rules cast member to cop i know it's a, a lot movie pipeline Ariana, is Lala. it's alive and well which casting director is like you know what these girls look exactly like a female police officer what's that show with oh holly hunter saving grace where she plays like like a in, like a hard nose, but like a on a woman on the verge who's also like a 
genius detective and she's like i want to feel have you ever seen that yeah but she looks more like a cop she's like not a cop but she looks more like a cop than like ariana or lala but we have to remember the midnight and the switchgrass they cast megan fox as like an fbi agent the, the fbi agent i was like in between cracking cases she goes and gets like fox eye surgery Oh, the darkest thing, though, about, I will I, say I the heard. darkest, yeah, is that in Midnight in the Switchgrass, Randall basically, like, put Bruce Willis to work, and he truly was, like, not knowing where he was most of the time, and Randall was getting real fed up with him. He got, like, mad at him, right? Yeah, he'd just get frustrated and, like, explode or, like, walk away. I'm like, Bruce. to have that, like, on your conscience, I mean, TBD, if he has a conscience, but, like, that's dark-sided and truly evil i make fun of nanas but i love them at the end of the day i would not i wouldn't put them through that no it's this man is succumbing to brain disease it's like that's just cruel also he's bruce willis sorry he's an american institution lisa goes you're to talk he slept with Kristen to get on a television show and james says you should be thankful you should be thankful and i was like honestly he's not wrong she should, be, she should thankful. be thankful. He goes at one point, he goes, my DJ has made tenfold, Tom, and the most extras. My DB, my DJ business puts your business to shame. Makes so much money. I was like, work. Imagine fest. Then it cuts to Katie and she's looking at Schwartz and she goes, hair. Hair. He goes, what? I literally was like, it cuts to Katie and she goes, treat me. I, I was like, and even in the, even a moment like that, I'm like, let him flail, let him flop, restrain yourself. Go. You don't owe him that. You don't owe him fix your hair. Just let him be look like a fucking idiot, which he already does. We need to cast a spell. We need to cast a trade me spell. We need. She a- went. She went. Fix your hair. <laughs> she goes. Hair. <laughs> We need to cast this. We need Cherub from Seattle to teach us how to cast oh, a trade me spell. Go consult with Cherub. She is a bona fide beach. She's a beach that lives in Seattle. Seattle a hero icon. amongst heroes. And Cherub, if you're listening, shout out to you. But also, ca- please cast you know. a trade me spell. Katie needs to like be in the dead of night and have the winds be whispering, trade me. To her. And then, and then a like a dark figure like Donnie Darko style is like in the distance, and she's like, "What is that?" And she kind of walks towards it, and it goes, and it's her, and it's her, but just like kind of warped, mm-hmm. <laughs> Babadook style. It's Babadook. It's Katie in that reunion dress and a top hat. Yes, she goes, "Trade me." And she opens up her mouth and Trade Me jumps down her throat yeah. and then she's overtaken. And then she goes and <laughs> sticks her fist into Tom's mouth. <laughs> Andy goes, we, we got to take a break. And Lisa goes, is this lunch break? And he goes, yeah, it's lunch break. And then they all walk out and as Ariana's walking out, she goes, you guys finished with that fucking rat yet? I'm scared of her rage. I know. She's Trade Me. 
She's definitely trade me. She's she's gone full trade me. Later when she okay, we'll get so they take their lunch break. Tom goes. They cut to <laughs> Raquel's trailer a hundred yards away from Sheena. That's the <laughs> and Sheena's in there just like or Raquel's in there just. Tom comes over, getting her wits about her. Her he sweater. That's a yeah. fifty-one fifty. She's she's in a a whole place of fifty-one fifty. She's wearing like an outfit that like the seat like the the older girls in like a dance studio at like a small town dance recital <laughs> would wear. I'm like, what is this fucking get up you got going on? Tom's she's wearing... dressed like JoJo Siwa. Yeah, and she's also Tom is like looks like a little boy like with his crow. little pea coat. He comes in. Why as a man are you wearing that coat? Yeah, I mean, I went through a pea coat. I went through a. You have. I can York. see you emanating some peacoat energy. I had a toggle coat with a hood. <laughs> and my friends you used, Paddington. You my said friends used to I call me Paddington. toggles. <laughs> it was like my clearly like me like coked out of my fucking gourd in Midtown East with like a green <laughs> toggle coat Your with a hood. Alter ego like drug drug persona was toggles. <laughs> I look like I was like, don't look now, the like little woman and <laughs> Donald in Venice. That was me running around with my hood on. Little God, green. <laughs> to have been living on the Isle of Manhattan or in Brooklyn when Toggles O'Donnell was storming the streets. <laughs> I slept in my coat. I'll bet you did. I looked cute, though. I'm cry. Like little oh, tweet. my God. Toggles. Okay. So Tom comes in. He's like, hey. And they, they hug. Clearly, like holding themselves back from kissing they're being so fucking weird with like they're weirdos and tom is going in there to work on her he's doing the thing he did with ariana where it's like the cameras don't see what's really going on but first they talk and he's like it's as bad and it's bad in there and he goes it's as bad as i thought it was gonna be and she goes he goes they're really making me and you out to be pathological liars and raquel goes which we know we're not she goes the only thing we lied about was this affair so the only thing we lied about the only thing we lied about was having a seven month long affair <laughs> we only lied we only were pathological liars for seven months she goes all everything that's coming out right now makes me think that ariana wasn't you weren't actually in a bad place with ariana seems like she thought your relationship was on the mend and i was like I okay good call love, out yeah i don't love the way you and Ariana's intimacy is coming across. And then it cut. He's like, we weren't. And then it cuts to 114 minutes earlier where they're like, our relationship was solid. And he's like, he's like, no, he's like, she always undermined me. And yeah, she talks see, down to me, dude. And you see a flashback of him putting on the ugliest outfit ever. And she goes, don't wear that. No, she goes, like, I literally wrote it down. Cause I was like, what does she say? She goes, he goes, what do you think? And she goes, I don't love the green pants, which is a completely normal, level-headed Absolutely. piece of feedback to give a man your long-term Partner. significant other when he puts on a very hideous pair of pants. I was like, that was actually very normal and respectful. If I did that and my boyfriend suddenly started wearing sequin pants and having like a band, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I had a boyfriend who like, decided that he wanted to do stand-up and i literally was like if you do this it's over like don't ever do that to me i was very mean about it and i was like she's actually like very nice yeah i was like what are you talking like she that's 
if you can't tell your partner like don't wear that out of love and not in like a mean way but like she get she did it in a level like i love you please don't wear these sequin pants yeah and the cameras were rolling and she could have humiliated him in that moment and she chose to show him a shred of fucking grace he's a pussy he's a fucking pussy she also always looks, under he just wants someone to go you look amazing tom everything know, you wear he, is godly he basically said like that she went from like telling him she didn't like his sparkly pants when he asked her what he should wear to suddenly saying tom you're so good at fashion you should wear whatever you want and then that's when he fucked her he started fucking her again after and it's like Okay, do you not understand that that makes you look like a fucking crazy person? He also goes, yeah, and she suddenly like started complimenting me, and I was, and I was like, oh, so you're both turned on and disgusted by that? Like that's what you wanted, and also like poor Ariana to like have to go through couples therapy and then be like, God, all I want to do is like verbally abuse my fucking moron boyfriend, but I'm really gonna try and work on that and. Instead of telling him that his fashion makes me want to rip my own vagina out <laughs> and <laughs> destabilize my uterus so that I cannot bear his children, <laughs> I'll work on saying he's so good at fashion and be like really supportive of his truly heinous outfits. Do you know the mental, like, that it's causes like mental illness to have to like be put well, through that? To like, like look back and be like, I really tried and I. You know that someone wanted the relationship to work if they were like, my boyfriend wears platform sneakers and bell-bottom yoga pants and asked me what he should wear all the time. And when I have a normal reaction and say I don't like his style, he gets really frustrated. So I want this relation to work. So I'm just going to tell him that I love it. He also, I would be dying inside too. Ariana loved this man through his streak phase. She loved this man who said he wanted to be the next Michael Jackson. Like, that's love. I'm sorry. Like, Tom Sandoval is hot, taking everything away and just judging him as, like, an avatar. He's hot. But I do not think that, I mean, I don't know. He's hot and maybe the dick was good. But, like, once that wears off and you're like, oh, my God, my boyfriend is wearing Lululemon yoga pants right now. Like, I would really really struggle with that my boyfriend looks like elizabeth taylor and who's afraid of virginia wolf <laughs> my boyfriend looks like clea duval not meaning to he wishes but he just does my boyfriend's wearing yellow platform converse and a yoga pant and a headband right now my boyfriend's more ready for a bunda class than i am my boyfriend's wearing female athleisure my boyfriend's wearing Fabletics. <laughs> My boyfriend is a proud Fabletics subscriber. <laughs> so he kind of like, he, so he's like, Ariana's going to come for you. I'm like, fuck you. Get ready to be thrashed by Ariana. And then he goes outside and then he comes back in because I think he saw the paparazzi and he was like, I want to have a moment. So he comes back inside and into the trailer and he goes, can I just talk to her? He goes, man, can I just talk to her? Like without the cameras rolling and they're like no if you're literally if you're together we have to film you it's like clearly there was like some kind of contract or they had to sign something well i think that that's probably how it goes at every reunion where we film everything and also like you're mental if you think that you're the two 
You're the crux of drama. You are on this scandal. entire season. You are scandal. So like you don't get you should have talked offline before this all happened. You don't get to take a break and then figure out how you're going to play this thing. Like it doesn't work like that. And you go outside I'm and shocked. Goes, I'm shocked that the producers were so patient. Then that that like muscly. I was like, he's uh, that Ooh, one yeah, Patrick, producer. You know, get over here. Great ass. Yeah. Um, Daddy he's, Patrick. He's just kind of like, what are you? He's like, Tom, are you kidding me? Like you, this is this is what the show is. And he's like, stop filming me. I'm upset. You're crazy. He goes, no, man. Your camera's out of my fucking face, man. I want to talk. He goes, dude, I don't feel relaxed. She doesn't either. We have to watch what we fucking say. I was like, you guys are liars. He goes, I'm in a really delicate place in my life. I think that they're still lying about the timeline of this affair. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they the preview for next week is the last five minutes will change everything. They clearly were having an emotional affair when she was with James Kennedy. And that's why they broke up. I think she I think broke up they with were, him. This goes all the way back to 2021. Even, I would argue, Richella. Why did he pay that much money for them to get engaged? Absolutely. He was flexing. And I think they could have also... They could have been having an emotional affair. I think they could have kissed before then. Or they could have fucked, but then they decided, like, when did things actually really start in earnest? Like, we're going to do this or we can't fight our feelings. But I think they're saying August, like, since August. Like, it's the the way that they all pin it back to, like, this girl's trip and they anchor it to that. Absolutely. It's so kind of arbitrary. And even the way Raquel says it to Andy and her eyes kind of dart down, I'm like, she's lying. They're lying. They're, they're still lying about this. Literally lying. It's they're so full of shit. And I think that's what's gonna come out. And I think he would he paid for that engagement to be like, look, I'm a real man. I can pay. James can't afford this. Yeah, I think it was loaded. There's loaded energy in paying for that. And like making sure it goes off without a hitch. Like there's something there's something to that. Like if Simon paid for someone else's engagement like that, I'd be like, huh? I'd be like, why are you spending $12,000 it's on bizarre. this person's engagement and, I think that's and what... not a vacation with yeah. me? Yeah. I think that's what's going to come out. That's a good call. I like that. I love James having lunch with all the girlies. He truly is like gay best friend. He was. This is like him in the cafeteria in, in grammar school. Ariana goes, when he gets done with Little Miss Homewrecker, when she comes out of this haze and starts making relationship demands, he's going to be feeling a different way. That's what happened with me. I was like, that's true. James goes, Little Miss Homewrecker, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Then Miss Allie comes out. Allie truly, she is first lady. Allie is iconic, and I think she will be like the center of the show within like three years. She sits down. And you know how I know she's good as she sits down next to Katie and she goes, you look so good. I love that. And Katie's like, thank you. And I was like, what a kind liar she is. Katie went, thanks. Thank you. She looked fab. She kind of looked like Lady Miss Cure from Delight. Like she had kind of like a Leah Mob, like kind of the glove, you know, the gloves that like Mm -hmm. very like 90s kid. I just loved her outfit and she looked amazing. 
and she held her own and i think everyone enjoyed seeing her lisa had a smile on her face when she walked in she sees lisa her knows she has to play nice with the mm-hmm. new queen and at Allie. one point at one point when james is like when tom's talking about them fighting at that awful club and like calabasas or wherever the fuck and or woodland hills and then she goes tom starts talking she goes no no that didn't happen no one saw it so i don't know what that means power power india asked if she had seen vanderpump rules before she came on the show and she goes i'd seen vanderpump rules during covid i went down a little bit of a rabbit hole and i was like she saw that show and said i need some of that dj jk dong and then she went and got it go off were you worried about some of James's past behavior? And then she goes, yeah. And then they cut back to him looking at Katie going, are you pregnant? <laughs> don't come for my bitch. And don't come. Well, and I won't come for your fat cunt of a man. I was like, oh, my God. When, like, James has never not served. What? He's been, James has been giving since day one. Since the moment in season two that he dove into the swimming pool during the photo shoot. And we yeah. all said, who is this? Who is this man? He's been a crucial player, and we should all be thankful. Also, goes, crying. I know all the sweet James. I love him. Lisa goes. He he cries often with me because I'm sort of a matriarch to him. And he goes. How did it feel when Raquel was talking about what James said to her parents the last Thanksgiving they spent together? And she goes. I didn't love that. <laughs> Comes out that James called tones. James called Raquel's mom fat and said that her dad is miserable because he's married to like a fat bitch. And then Sandoval leans over to Schwartz and he goes, he called my mom that too. Okay. James is out here fat shaming mothers, which I don't love, but I think it's kind of iconic. Sandoval's giving a little EJ Global. Sandoval has descended into EJ Global territory. James says Raquel's mom would often talk about James' penis size. Yeah, I think it's really that was strange. And it and they cut to Raquel sitting in the in the trailer just going. <laughs> that was the one time that I was like, wow, Raquel is taking this in. She is really having a reaction to that. I could kind of see her in her monologue in that moment being like, oh no. Remembering sitting around the dinner table Mommy. while her fucking mom was like, what's your dong like, kid? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the scene in um waiting for Guffman when Catherine O'Hara is drunk and she goes, What is it like being with an uncircumcised man? And then that the flashback that gave me true chills where I was like, Raquel is a villainess was when they cut to like the hibachi dinner for Sheena's wedding and James is like, So you kissed Schwartz, you kissed blah blah, you kissed a lot of friends in the group, who are you gonna do what are you gonna do next? And Raquel goes just trying to live a little. And I was like, this. I need more of this. This is so sinister. He also he also said, I remember someone calling this out, but he also said, you've kissed Peter, you've kissed Tom, you've kissed Schwartz. And I was like, is he talking? Did he know something? <sighs> yeah. Allie just, just trying to live a little. She went, just trying to live a little. Wow. Allie and James take breaks from drinking. Then they get into, like, arbitrating who's a bigger alcoholic, like James or the two Toms. Tom, they keep cutting to him anytime anyone's, like, saying anything positive about themselves, and he's like this. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's really sick. His facial expressions. He's, it's scanners. Schwartz goes, two cocktail James is great. I was like, shut the fuck up, you enabler. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to pop you. Shut up. You're yeah. an addict. Shut the fuck up. Shut up, bitch. Both of you need to shut the fuck up. Shut up. And then they, Tom goes, we were contracted to do shows in Atlantic City. I'm like, oh, my God. And they said he said that one time James got kicked out because he was too lit. Yeah, he goes, he smacked a girl on the ass in Atlantic City and then they had to give her a, an NDA to, like, to sign a contract to say she wouldn't sue. Sorry, doll. That's fucking iconic. That's DJ James Kennedy. DJ James Kennedy just touched your ass. And she signed it, so it's good, I guess. That's not good. Things Atlantic City Honestly, is a dark place. Your first mistake your is first doing mistake a show in Atlantic City. Touching but, down but in do Atlantic one, City, thinking that there. your ass won't get smacked by some drunk. I love Sandoval going. And you cost us a job. I was like, yeah, because the two of you fucking clowns can't get a job on your own. James goes, I put on a fucking show. You guys just drink and take pictures. I was like, where's the lie? I've seen it. And then Tom goes, and then at the club in Woodland Hills. James got kicked out again for fighting with Raquel. He grabbed her arm, apparently. And then James goes, what were you doing at that time? Make it out with Raquel in the shadows? I knew. They all told me that they knew. I was like, damn. Tom goes, no, that's not what fucking happened. Lala goes, we could circle the drain on this issue. But the fact of the matter is the two of you drink a lot. And it cuts to Tilapio and Sandoval. And Tilapio's sitting there like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he also hasn't said a word this entire time yeah no, he's like barred out james goes mustache worm pussy ass bitch and then runs off only to be brought back again <laughs> and, they, and they cut they cut to sandoval again and he's like this <laughs> he's like that meme of that kid going <laughs> James Kennedy sits back down and Andy goes, James, I heard you bought a house. And he goes, yes, James Kennedy is a homeowner. He goes, it's three bedroom, little gray house. I was like, no, not a gray house. I was like, I know the vibe. Like, truly, the thing that haunts me more than anything in this world is how many houses and apartments just have gray floors. Who did this? Who decided this? Gray is like so Some disgusting. No, Parking yeah. garage vibes. And Sandoval goes, James, congratulations. I was like, you fake ass bitch. Shut up. Shut up. You don't mean that. You don't mean you anything. bullshit, mate. Then they're like, bye, Allie. And she goes, okay, bye. Lisa goes, she goes, thank you, Allie. Good job. <laughs> Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. And they sit her down. And she just goes on a cloud. And she, goes, <laughs> she, just, she just kind of lifts out of the scene. She moves yeah. like they do in Hereditary, like Tony Collette's headless body where it just goes yeah. up into the <laughs> tree. <laughs> Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com The cuts to Katie and Schwartz's evil dinner at Shishu and Brock's wedding where Katie went full trade me mode at the in the French restaurant. Katie goes, oh, you love Brock? She goes, you love him? Your friendship? You love him? Your bond is that fucking strong? And he goes, and she goes, be real. Be real. Be real. Be real. Be real. Be real. And Schwartz goes, she has a history of diminishing my friendships. And then Katie does the line that we've seen a thousand times. She goes, you're a serial killer's wet dream. You're friends with everyone. You're going to get yourself chopped into pieces because she's, you're so trusting. And Tom goes, that's Because you're a people pleaser. He goes, I'm a people person. I was like, you need to be leashed and tied to a stake. <laughs> In a field. Instead, like he really, it's just like, it's better for everyone. He needs to be crated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They talk about like Allie being, oh, this is before Allie leaves, but they're like, Talking about the fight that they got in and like their awkward vibes that got James kicked out of Woodland Hills. And he goes, Yeah, first time she's in the room with all of you fucking weirdos. <laughs> it's like, this man, give him an Emmy. He's a, he's mm-hmm. a genius. And he turns the tables on Shishu and starts to talk about her epic beatdown. He goes, what can you say about he this goes, night? Did you punch your cow? And she goes, well, we'll talk about that after the 29th. I can't speak on it until the 29th. She goes, we have a court appearance on the 29th and I he can't goes, speak of anything. She goes, we, I can't talk about it, but we will on the 29th. And he goes, okay. Does anyone else have anything to say about this? Do you think Sheena? And then Katie goes, she didn't punch her. I mean, look at her nails. She just probably. And then Lisa goes, I think she's, she might have slapped her I across the face. I think she slapped her. And it cuts to a cow in her trailer. And she goes, no. Shut up, Raquel. Shut With up. Her fingernails. She can't make a fist. Lady she... Liberty. Then they ask Tom Sandoval what he thinks happened, and he takes a true 30-second pause. A pregnant fucking pause with her eyebrows. And then Lisa goes, why can't you answer the question? I don't want to hurt my relationship with Sheena. And Ariana goes, you don't have a relationship, you fucking idiot. <laughs> this is what I need to see is this man just getting berated. Because he is truly, he's an idiot. He has so much, but he has so much rage at Ariana. It's unbelievable. Because earlier, she says, he says something, and he goes, she goes, you fucked my friend. And he goes, oh, that's your get out of car, get out of jail card free for everything now, huh? And James goes, yeah, it is the fucking card, mate. Sandoval says on the phone, he heard Sheena say, I just punched that bitch in the fucking face. And she goes, I did not say that. I did not say that. It's not true. And he goes, I'll take a polygraph right now. I was like, yeah, and you'd probably pass it because you're a psychopath. You're a liar. Polygraphs also, I'm like, they don't mean anything. Why are we still doing? What's with with this ruse? When someone says, give me a polygraph test, they're a psychopath. Lala goes, she didn't say that. I literally talked to her on the phone and Sandoval keeps saying like, yes, she did. I heard it. I heard it, man. I heard it. And she knew I was on that phone with her and she didn't hear that. (laughs) She goes full shishu mode. She's never actually been more traumatized than by this like restraining order. 
and this moment. Lala's like, it's been really, I think, aside from everything. Oh, wait. So then Andy, uh, we cut back to his one-on-one with Raquel, and he's like, this restraining order. And she goes, yeah, I uh, totally 100% regret filing this restraining order. And I've actually been working with my lawyer to have it dismissed. It's <laughs> like a rep. And she goes, and here I have it here. She holds up a... And pulls out a paper from under her fucking cushion. I was like, Rock, you're wild. Also, what's on? It's like a smiley face. (laughs) It's a sawi with a little smiley face. (laughs) And then Andy goes, here I have it. You see Sheena's face. And he goes, this is by Raquel. She handed it to me to give to you because she physically can't give it to you. And you see Sheena's eyes. There's like a... A little bit of fear because she's like, oh, Sheena no, literally, I down. believe that she thinks she's going to face like months behind bars. I know. She's, she's so cute. So and cute. she did not deserve she... this kind of treatment. Also, the no. fact that this has affected her daughter. She was like, I'm crying all the time. And then Summer Moon sees me and she starts crying. She goes, she literally hyperventilated the other day because I was crying. I was like, Raquel has reached generational trauma on Sheena and her family. It's this part, honestly, the, Sheena is the most, like, I was so gripped at this moment when she's like, this is, means so much to me to have, because this is causing me so much stress. Well, it's yeah. stressful to have, like, this hanging over your head. Like, she's never gotten into legal trouble before. Like, she's a good person. And then she goes, I love that girl. And I let her live with me. I gave her a home when she didn't have one. I let her sleep in my house. I took care of her and I made her promise to me that she would never do anything like this. That Because me and Ariana were ride or die with her. And she said, I won't. She said to my face. And like, she's so truly upset. And I was the most moved I've been this whole. The heart of the show. that moment. And you cut to Raquel and she's like that. She's going like this. Tom goes, no, I totally get it. And Ariana goes, shh. I literally, I have like an inside joke with one of my friends where we just say shh to each other all the time, like just to shut each other up, like out of nowhere. And I was like, Ariana's literally channeling shh. It's my favorite thing to do. Uh, yeah, she's she's so good at just being like, shut up, you she idiot. Is. In the pumped up version, they have like this conversation where Andy is like asking, he's asking tom and ariana if they really showed their whole relationship on tv or if they like hid stuff or like what was the deal and tom says ariana was very strict about what was shown on cameras and she says no you used to sit me down and say these people aren't trustworthy they don't get a piece of this and then ariana denies that but in this moment i do feel i do feel like they had a agreement between each other I don't know who initiated it, but I always felt like they were holding back and not telling the truth about their relationship and their problems. I think yeah, they were in on that It together. doesn't really matter who initiated it, but like I kind of was like, okay, Ariana, like be real. Be real in this moment. Like yeah. you can say that. Be real. Be real. And Sheena just ride or die backing her sister up. She is Ariana's like, I talked about everything. Like I talked about this, I talked about that. And it was like side storylines that really they don't they don't move the needle at the end of the day babe they really don't they never did but sheena is you talked about everything you talked about your vagina and it's like god bless her but we're gearing up for the i was like actually about to start crying when sheena 
departed. I know. Lala, James goes, Lala needs a tissue. I'm like, love Allie, but I crave James and Lala to be together. And I think that he's becoming a man that it's could too... be her man. Yeah. He's getting, waiting. he's also so much like bigger than he used to be, like beefy. And like, yeah. I know. She needs a beefy man. Cuts to rock in her trailer and she goes, now I'm thinking I should have wrote Sheena a personal note. As things are unfolding, I'm having a lot of realizations. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and the producer with her clearly in the trailer was like, oh, yeah, that's good. Has a producer like weighed in on what is afoot with Ms. Levis? Because I my jaw was on the floor in this moment. I'm- she goes, now I feel like I should have written her. Like, she's, like, laughing. I'm like, you traumatized a baby, And I understand the urge to laugh when you're really uncomfortable, because I feel that, too. But, like, her being, like... I don't know if it's out of discomfort, Laura. I think she's, like, fully just, like, <laughs> what? I love... Holy now, shit. People are really mad about I this. I feel like I should have written Sheena a letter. A little note. And Andy goes... Sheena, do you think there's any road to reconciliation between you and Raquel? She goes, absolutely not. Will you ever be friends again? She goes, never. Cuts to Raquel. She's like. And he goes, well, per this restraining order, Raquel is coming in, which means, Sheena, you're going to have to go 100 yards from Raquel. And then Sheena, everyone's like, oh, no, Sheena. And then Tom goes, I'm going to get up. And Sheena goes, well, but first, like, I have a little something. And he goes, oh, I'll stay. And she goes, no, you don't need to stay. We don't need you here. And dismisses him. And then, like the class act she is, she gives Andy a gold vinyl of her hit single, Good as Gold. I need that. She goes, 10 years ago, how prophetic. She goes, 10 years ago, on the season two, episode one, reunion (laughs) episode, you told me that by 2023, I'd have a whole album out. And I wanted to give you something. Everyone goes, yay. She gives him a solid gold record. She should be selling those. She would make a million dollars. Yeah. And then they cart. She says goodbye to everyone. And they cart her out as good as gold plays. Put her in a minivan and drive her down Icon. the street to the trailer. Sandoval cuts to Sandoval just like chaining cigs in the parking lot. And he goes, ugh, blowing it. I was like, yeah, I'll say. Tony. They come back. Andy has a sit down with Rock where I'm truly like they're lying. And Rock says... She was living in her own little reality. And she goes, Ariana just believed everything at face value. She never questioned anything and never pressed on anything and just believed what we were saying. And I'm like, yeah, that's called being in a relationship with someone you love and trust. Like, why would she ever think that you guys were fucking behind her back? And Andy goes, it kind of sounds like you're blaming Ariana for this. And she goes, well, kind of. Yeah. At the time, that's what I thought. I'm like, you <laughs> asshole. At least she's being honest about that. But I'm also like, yeah, damn. Yeah, that's true. I love being like, well, we're lying to this person and literally plunging her into a, our sick world of deceit where we pretend that we're just friends around her and she believes it. And so it's kind of on her. She goes, that was my mindset. She goes, I'm very ashamed of it. Raquel, I would not trust her around any of my beloveds. Not even around my dog. No. She will fuck 
everyone. I'm yeah, I'm like you're completely untrustworthy. Yeah. Also like your mindset, it's like what is going through your head? I'm very ashamed of this. Andy goes, did you and Sandoval talk about this? Like, have you been talking about the reunion? Have you been in touch? And she is, well, we have been talking about what could happen at the reunion because we wanted to get our story straight. I was like, (laughs) lady. You're admitting this. And then Andy goes, so did you want to deliver the news in more of like a truncated story up to like not she goes yeah we didn't want to hurt ariana so we we're wanting to tell a story of how we met where it wasn't as long as it was i was like i think you're still doing again that. i at think least they're she's being still honest. doing that though rock 100%. says he's like are you gonna come back to the she's like i imagine your life is really lonely right now because also it does suck for her like Sandoval is the only person she has, like, in her corner. And Tilapio. Rock says, she's like, I do want to come back to the show, but it's in question right now. She better fucking come back. Yeah, but also, like, if I was her parent, I'd be like, you are not allowed back on that show. If I was her parent, I'd be trying to, like, I'd be putting a hold on her. I'd be assuming, I'd be Britney Spearsing her a little bit. But I, I think I also might go like a little Tokyo Tony and just like leverage my own. Yeah, I'd be like, actually, can I be on the show too? If I was her sister, I'd be like, Raquel needs allies this season, and I think that we're I'm gonna move to LA. <laughs> so then Andy's like, okay, we're gonna bring Raquel out. It cuts to Sheena gripping a white claw harder than she's ever held on to anything in her life. And Andy goes, hey. Tr- Sandoval, I think, or Schwartz, you're going to have to move down one. Because I think originally Raquel yeah. was sitting between she them. Have and then Ariana goes, absolutely not. <laughs> These people have grabbed the power and they are no longer giving it back. Ariana's about to become the executive head of Bravo. I kind of think that was like a, no- I, I feel like I would say that. I'd be like, I don't want to see them see next, next to each other. other. Because I want to see their body language and see what's up and like what they're doing. Well, no, we... But we want to see it. If I were in Ariana's shoes, I'd be like, Absolutely. I don't want to see them. I love her telling her boss, like, the level of talk back and rebellion that's happening. This is truly, do you hear the people sing? Singing the song of people angry sing, men. the songs of angry men. And then at one point, Schwartz takes this out a <laughs> giant, like, comically big bottle of, like, an urn-sized Xanax bottle bars. of Xanax. And then he's... He, and then Schwartz turns to him, or Sandoval turns to him, and he goes, "Say it. Make sure you say it's a prescription so people don't come after." I was like, "No, he goes. Are you people are like, what him? are you doing?" He's like, "I'm taking a Xanax," and they're like, "Right now, like on Camp James, you have Xanax bottle on hand." And then Sandoval goes, "Tell them it's your medication. It's none of their business." I was like, "You're a psycho." And then okay. he goes, okay, "It's daddy. his medication." And then Ariana man. goes, "Are you about let to- him live?" I was like, "You guys are drug addicts." Ariana goes, are you about to pop an ecstasy right now? Which I'm could like, use maybe one. Maybe we'll liven them up a little bit. This is the music of the servers who will is waiting not in the be wings. slaves again. <laughs> they, I'm ready for them on bestie day to storm Villa Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Raquel literally looks like Lady Liberty in this in this Matahari like this is caftan like getup. America. This is literally. America yeah. right now. 
Lady Liberty strolling in a harlot, sitting down, one shoulder exposed. She's backstage, and the producer goes, are you ready? And she goes, <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> and then Andy goes, we'd like to welcome Raquel now. And then you just hear her, and you hear her. Also, you can see Sandoval getting giddy, knowing that she's coming. I know, he's hard. They're all sick. Raquel sits down, and Andy goes, hi, Raquel. And she goes, hello, Andy. Aranda's looking down. I'm really disappointed that we're only going to get one reunion segment with this woman. It's going to be good, though. I know, but I just feel like, why are there not four or five reunion parts? You filmed for 10 hours. There's so much more to talk about. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I think. You know I saved the best for life. What are we going to do when the show is not on anymore? Life? We're going to we're gonna insurrect. I'm about to storm Villa. Do you do hear, you the, hear people the people sing? sing singing, singing the, the song of angry men. Singing the song this is of the angry music sirs. of the podcasters will not be saved again. No, what are like the podcast, the, the, the Bravo, Bravo podcast Instagram accounts? What are they going to speak on? They're going to storm. They're going to go, we will hear the people <laughs> sing, singing the song of angry. And I won't join, but I'll, I'll shout down from my balcony. Go for Dusty. <laughs> storm the battalion. Off with their heads. The no, I, I'm going to need them to storm into every <laughs> cast member of Vanderpump Rules living space with cameras and mics being like, do you hear the people sing? They just mic them up and force people them to People sing, singing the song of Bang. Well, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was a good, it's a good, it's a good, like, bridge episode. Like, we're about to go into, like, Event Horizon and I'm ready. Yeah, I need, like, the last five minutes. Like, someone gets killed and they've just been hiding it this entire time. <laughs> Lisa stands up and then shoots Raquel point blank in the head. <laughs> right now, Raquel stands up and takes a Lady Liberty gun out. And she goes, do you hear the people sing? And then she shoots the ceiling and they tackle her. That's why Raquel's in the loony bin right now. It's because she was locked and loaded at the reunion. She was trying. She goes, and she I threatening have a mass shooting. to say <laughs> in honor of america and then <laughs> to liberty and justice for i don't think and she's ah, been in a straight jacket at the loony bin ever since <laughs> to liberty and justice for not but all me for only and some last she's, i've been having some realizations she takes a gun out. Oh god. It's so good. But I'm I'm I already dreading. I can't live. I can't live. Living is without you. I can't live without VPR. I truly don't know what I'm going to do now. What are we going to do at our shows? We can't talk about these fools. We'll got to figure that out. I was thinking we can like recap essential up like we could re- i want to recap richella yeah we're gonna have to go back in time and do some like vpr yeah sherlock holmes Deep shit yeah sleuthing oh guys thank you for being along for the ride with us cult members 
This is a beefy episode. Are you happy now? We gave you the old razzle-dazzle for an hour 35. Yeah. Let's let's shout out some cults. Thank God for you. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry kings? <laughs> Raquel is like Fontaine. She is. Toothless whore. My daughter Cosette. She said, Cosette. I love you very much. No, Cosette is Summer Moon. Summer Moon's in Marina Del Rey. She is. She goes, Sheena is Fantine. Is a on a cloud. <laughs> I think I'll go there in my sleep. <laughs> she goes, oh, There is a restaurant on a cloud. <laughs> I like to go there in my sleep. Not any food for me to eat. (laughs) Not in my castle on a cloud. There is a lady old and white. Okay, okay. (laughs) Les Mis is my music man. There is a cattle on my home. Cult members, I'm coming for you. Claire Walker, Lady Witch, Lady Swamp, Lady Swamp Witch gives no fucks. Jacqueline, Kelly Hafner, Mary, Maisie McKearney, Mike Earhart, Courtney Kesselman, Carrie Whitmer, Trey's, Trench Ghoul, Mariah Kay, Rochelle Martino, Hillary. Alicia Gandhi, Nick Sideris, Emily, Heather Kelty, Kim Lucas, Catherine Ryder, and Jeffrey Pratama. Ryder, Ryder. Pratama, Pratama, Pratama. Pratama, Pratama. To everyone else, thank you. Guys, seriously, get tickets to our shows. Yeah, do it. What's the the harm? What's the harm in just doing it? Nike. We got to go. Love you so much. See you next week. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.